eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball with MLB insider John Heyman and former Major Leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. Well, just when you thought the hot stove was cooling down, it heats up once again last night. Carlos Rodon headed to the Yankees. We got a whole host of things to get to. We haven't talked since the beginning of winter meetings, and a whole slew of moves have gone down since then. Let me welcome in my partner, John Heyman. John, uh, you were a pretty busy man uh, during winter meetings, and it hasn't really stopped for you, even after you've gone home. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, uh, eight out of the nine top players on the free agent market are now signed. We still just have Dansby Swanson left. He's in an outstanding position, obviously, as the lone superstar left standing. And um, he should do quite well. Number of teams in there, probably the Red Sox, Dodgers, Cubs, Braves, his old team. But fast and furious at the winter meetings. Your Padres did big stuff once again. Not sure how they can do it, but uh, more power to them. And – you know, those owners that want to spend, that want to win, Middleton in Philly, Seidler in San Diego, and obviously Steve Cohn in, with the Mets uh, doing great stuff to help in their teams. You got uh, to throw Hal in there as well. Steinbrenner, yeah, he's not right. he, he's not just standing by and letting things happen. Well, we'll get to to Swanson in a, in a, in a little bit here because he's, the as you said, the, the lone really remaining superstar on the uh, on the free agent docket, but a lot of things went down. We'll start with Xander Bogarts because I think out of all of the moves, probably the most surprising. Um, Padres just I don't know they they they're printing money somewhere and uh, <laughs> they gave a they gave a, a truckload of it to Xander Bogarts, who I think is a, a fantastic player. I think he fits in very well. What was your reaction to to Xander Bogarts heading to San Diego? Well, the figure was a little bit surprising, obviously, and the fact that San Diego was able to do it. Um, you know, go back eight, nine years ago, remember when they couldn't afford to keep Chase Headley? Now they've yeah. got, you know, four superstars on the team. You know, that's as many yeah. as anybody. 
Uh, incredible job. Uh, they've obviously boosted the revenue, and they're hoping that the revenue can keep, keep pace with the expenditures. You know, I think people at MLB are not sure that they're going to be able to do it. They're probably going to lose money. Um, obviously excited that town. You're there. I was only there for a few days and was just in the hotel. You've actually been out in the town, so you know. And, uh, you know, it was exciting, obviously. We saw it last year. I saw it on TV, uh, all the great stuff that goes on at Padres games. And, you know, they're about to go to 23,000 season tickets and probably will sell out the season. I'm not sure that uh, – as I said, the revenue is going to match the expenditures, but I give Peter Seidler and uh, company credit for going out and doing whatever they can to try to win. How, how, do, how do you think that deal all came down? Because the Padres were, were in on everybody, it seemed like. They were in on Trey Turner. They were in on, uh, on uh, Aaron Judge. And then they pivot as quickly as you possibly could because that all happened in like a three-day span. They pivot to Bogarts. And as you said, in terms of what the market, it, it seems like they they kind of went over the top there, but maybe they had to do so in order to get them in that Padre uniform. How do you think that deal went down? Yeah, well, I mean, from the Padres' perspective, they had that uh, 11th hour meeting with Aaron Judge. They knew it was a long shot. My understanding is they were willing to go to $414 million, a record, for 14 wow. years. They knew that it was going to be tough to beat out the Yankees with a legacy, and it was already out there that they were, San Francisco was at 360 million and uh, you know, they, they tried to win him with uh, money and obviously there's a lot to offer in San Diego. It's America's finest city, as you know, but uh, and they have a terrific team with great players, but obviously the Yankee legacy ended up being very tough to beat. They tried with Trey Turner offering him 342 million, a million more than Lindor, 2 million more than Tatis. And, uh, you know, Trey Turner, as we heard all along, preferred to be on the East Coast, uh, went to Philadelphia, where he re-team with Bryce Harper, hitting coach there, Kevin Long. So we knew some people from the Nats. And, you know, uh, it was interesting that uh, A.J. Preller, uh, the most aggressive GM, went back after Turner. He tried to get him. As soon as he traded him, when he got there, he tried to get him back. Yes, for, he did. Forever. <laughs> and uh, even as recently as a couple of years ago, when he went to the Dodgers, tried again. And, you know, he usually can get his man because uh, they're willing to spend and he's willing to give up prospects, but never got Trey Turner back. And he's got an 11-year deal now, so they won't be getting him. But uh, they wanted to get somebody great and uh, they did uh, Xander Bogarts is a great player seems like they blew away the field my understanding of the Red Sox were around 28 million a year for six years not 11 years so uh wow. you know it wasn't very close uh you know I think the Cubs were in there a little bit but uh San Diego want to make sure that they got them and they did they boy they have some they have a lot of great shortstops I'll say that <laughs> it's a collection uh, of, say, of superstars it, and shortstops the, the one of the main questions here in San Diego that I get asked a lot is where's the money coming? And and what I tell people is don't worry about where the money's coming from. Enjoy this while it lasts because right. it, it's hard to imagine it, it will last forever. And so, you know, being a, a, a San Diego in my whole life, uh, I, I, I'm going to take the road of just sitting back and enjoying it because. Uh, this is really something we've never seen. You, you, you brought up something that 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 I you starting to hear a lot about the shortstops and and how it all fits. The one thing that to every person I've talked to about Xander Bogarts, a lot of it. I mean, obviously he's an extremely talented player, but you hear so much about the person he is off the field and in the locker room. Um, 
that may have been part of the reason why the Padres felt like they had to go over the top because I know AJ covets guys who are good locker room guys. And by all accounts, everybody I've talked to, John, Xander Bogarts is that guy. Yeah, he's clearly a leader, was certainly with the Red Sox. And, uh, I mean, you know, the fans are very, very disappointed in Boston. I think right now they're trying to lock up Devers. So they need to do something for the fans. They <laughs> obviously yeah. lost bets. Uh, and now they've lost Bogarts, so they better keep Devers. A lot of pressure on them, and they're trying. And I think there's some optimism there that they might get something done. They're now considering at least Swanson to replace Bogarts at shortstop. That would be nice for the fans as well. And, you know, Boston doesn't always go by fan reaction. But at this point, I think, yeah. uh, you know, they're going to have to think about that because right now the fan reaction is, is rough in Boston. Yeah, they are almost in a similar pace that the Giants were going to be if they didn't end up signing Correa. We'll get to him in a second. I want to go back to Turner because obviously, as you mentioned, he turned down more money to play someplace where he was comfortable. Uh, you know, his wife is from New Jersey, right, right across the bridge uh, there next to Philly. But, you know, I think about this Philly offense. I saw them in, in, in the NLCS against the Padres. This has got to be one of the toughest lineups when fully assembled. When fully assembled. We know Bryce is not going to be there until about halfway point of next year. This is a pretty tough lineup to deal with. Absolutely. And let me just go on record, and I apologize to all you Philadelphians out there. Somebody, uh, I would take $42 million less to go to San Diego than to go to Philadelphia. So I, you know, every, to each his own. He wanted to be East. <laughs> He loves Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia is fine, but uh, it's not San Diego. You know, it's great that he did it for his family. I admire guys who do that. Judge took yeah. less money. Um, I do think Nemo could have gotten more money in San Francisco. Though that one's not as well documented. Um, I'm with you, Philly, to me, with Harper. Probably has the best lineup. Dave Dombrowski strikes again. Wanted a back-end pitcher. Got a good back-end pitcher in Taiwan Walker. And wanted uh, one of the shortstops. Met with all four of them. They like Turner. Harper recommended him. Kevin Long, like I said, the hitting coach, uh, recommended him. He's a leadoff hitter. You can put Schwarber, who was the NL's leading home run hitter, out of that leadoff spot. I mean, to me, it's still incredible. Get that man, some, get that man some RBIs now. Jeez. I mean, it's incredible. The two home run leaders were both leadoff hitters this year. I don't know if that's ever happened before. And you're talking about RBIs. Judge still led in RBIs, even though he was basically a leadoff hitter <laughs> yeah. by the end of the year. So it tells you what kind of a season that he had. He did bat second a lot as well. But uh, Turner's, you know, a terrific uh, package of power and incredible speed. And, uh, you know, he's another one of these beloved guys who's always been a good citizen and uh, certainly had a fantastic market and uh, good for him. And the Phillies – uh, you know, they got a taste of it last year, got to the World Series with that great run, and uh, they certainly want to be back. Much improved team. Uh, to me, they're maybe the most improved team to this point. Yeah, I won't give these guys as much credit for turning down, quote-unquote, less money because uh, the, the money is, is, is ginormous. As, as a guy who got to play in both San Diego and Philly, I get it. Uh, but you know, we'll, 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 we'll certainly see how, how it rolls out. Now let's move to, to Carlos Correa, because I think his story might be the most interesting because of the situation the giants were in, right? They've spent really the last two, maybe three off seasons wanting to spend big money. And in the past, 
if they didn't have the guy that they wanted, they kind of just punt it almost. And I don't know if that is by choice or that's how the market played out, but you just got the sense talking to folks in San Francisco who cover that team, they couldn't afford to do that in this particular free agent class. There was so much talent there. There were so many guys that they actually would fit their, their, their organization. They couldn't walk away empty handed and boy, they didn't walk away empty handed at all. I think they get, it's, this might be kind of cra- crazy to say, but I think Carlos Correa is is very is underrated in our game. I don't think he gets enough credit for the type of talent he is, and they and the Giants get a cornerstone guy that they can build around at this point. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Yeah, I agree. Underrated. I, I think overall he's the best of the group. Uh, not underpaid. Uh, you got, you know, Scott Boris, the agent, got the max. I think at this point... The cap had to be 360 million, right? Because that's what Aaron Judge got, and Judge yeah. is a, was the record holder, 62 home runs. You know, I don't care if he's a few months older or whatever. Uh, he's the face of baseball along with Otani. So 350 million was the tops that they were going to get. Obviously, it's a long deal, 13 years. Um, you know, San Francisco last year fell from a 107 wins to a 500 team. Their attendance went down precipitously. Um, no, not sure of the exact figure, but quite a bit. They were not an exciting team last year, and they wanted to be interesting. No. Judge was the perfect guy, obviously. You know, they had Bonds, home run record holder. However, he did it. He was he was he is the record holder, and they wanted Judge, who was from Northern California. I get it why that was their first choice. I think their offer was very good. Three hundred sixty million set the tone, and they knew that their chances weren't that great from the beginning, even if they had a great visit. And uh, this was a somewhat predictable result. I know I did my predictions at the beginning, and I had uh, uh, the Giants as the second most likely to uh, actually land Correa because of the possibility they weren't going to get judged. So, um, you know, I think it's a great move for them, and he's a terrific player. There's so many tentacles that that kind of play in, that that kind of attach to the Giants here, right? They are really for, I don't know, they had a, a streak of sold-out games for a long period of time. That came to an end um, as that roster kind of faded. Uh, the other thing that they had to contend with is that the Golden State Warriors and the San Francisco 49ers are all super popular in that city. And if you're going to be the third team that's not bringing in anybody or, or a type of player that covers butts in the seats, you're going to be playing uphill. And, and so – they had to go out and make this deal. 
I I I I am a big fan of of Carlos Correa. I think he is a fantastic player. And although I don't see him in the same light as Barry Bonds when he came over from Pittsburgh, I do think he's the type of player that you can build around, and that is the right type of leader for that particular city and organization. Yeah, I mean, Bonds was the best player in the game. I mean, obviously, he became Babe Ruth uh, eventually in the mid-30s, but when he went over there, he was the best player in the game, and that was a terrific. I mean, they hired Dusty Baker. They brought in his dad, Bobby Bonds, to be a coach simultaneously. That was an incredible move. $43.75 million was the record at that time. You know, I was there in the Louisville uh, – uh, hotel, old Louisville Hotel when that went down, and yeah. uh, that was quite a scene. You know, Correa is a outstanding player. I, I would categorize him as a superstar. I'm with you. I think he's terrific. You know, I mean, they're only a Barry Bonds is a generational player. He's not. You know, nobody's Barry Bonds. So, um, you know, if you're going to compare, that's that's a tough comparison. But uh, very good move. And I think what's interesting about Correa too is I think he's willing to play third base. We'll see how it shakes out. I'm not sure if they clarified that yet. Brandon Crawford is an iconic shortstop, probably their greatest shortstop in their long history. And he's got a year to go. He's been a loyal guy taking under market deals. I think it's possible that Correa plays third base for that first year anyway. And he's apparently great at it. So uh, certainly teams were well, looking at him. The Mets were in looking at him and, that was clearly for third base, and he was listening at least for a little while. He he, uh, uh, Brandon Crawford actually uh, did a piece yesterday that came out this way, that said that he has been told that Carlos Correa will be the shortstop, and he is going to be. He didn't say what position he was working on, but during this right. offseason and in spring training, he's going to be working on whatever that position is. Okay, my guess. Yeah, my yeah. guess could – it seems like he could play – he could be good. He'll be good at short or third, in my opinion. He's He's got a great glove. So, um, yes, he, he the fact that they've – yeah, he, he's on yeah. board with whatever Carlos – the other thing I, I'll tell you say about Carlos Correa that I, I think he is um, unfairly docked for is he was really the only person, aside from Dusty Baker, in that Astros organization the first year that he took over, that – had to face the media as much as he did in terms of the scandal. He was really the face of speaking on it. And I think he gets right. docked on that because uh, really they're docking him because he became the face of it. But really, he was the only one yeah. seemingly willing to talk about it. And so, right. you know, I, I think that has toughened his skin and it makes him a perfect leader going into this type of situation he's going to go to in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a good personality as well. A good person. Obviously, that was a bad scandal. You know, it's at this point a long time ago. Uh, these guys yeah. were very young at this point in their career. Bregman was a rookie. You know, it's tough to blame the guys that remain. It's tough to blame. I mean, Verlander had just gotten traded over there. He's a pitcher. What's yeah. he going to say? He's not even benefiting. So um, I get it. I understand why other players thought that there should have been bigger punishments. I understand that. But I think at this point we're probably moving on. Maybe not in L.A. It yeah. didn't seem like L.A. was willing to do it. Of course, L.A. is not spending yeah. that kind of money this winter. No. I don't know whether they want to reset the, the their tax or do what. But, uh, you know, uh, it's interesting what the Dodgers do. They do a great job, and you, you got to think with them and figure out exactly. Maybe they felt the, that these players were going to be overpaid or paid more highly than they wanted. Maybe they're waiting on Otani. Uh, it's interesting to see the Dodgers kind of working around the edges. They are on the periphery of the Swanson deal of the Swanson, 
So we'll see. But it's been interesting offseason to see the Padres be enormous spender and the Dodgers really kind of working around the margins at this point. Yeah, that has my antennas raised in terms of them trying to get under that tax again. I don't think they want to they want to overdo it once again to, to put them over. Uh, I got to ask you, in terms of Correa, you think it was more the years or more the money or was it or was it a combination of both to get him that <laughs> that that AAV? Well, yeah, well, they, they, they use the years to get the AAV more reasonable. And I think there's kind of a limit at this point on the years, you know, uh, it benefits the team to do more and more years because you keep the AAV down and the tax situation better. And this seems to be a limit at age about 40 or 41, you know, uh, you know, San Diego was They're not going to get into 40. the mid forties. Yeah. I mean, San Diego was thinking about a 14 year deal to, for judge, uh, you know, if that, had, if, if that had come close, I think MLB would have had to work with them and figure something out because he's, he is 30 years old. So you can't really give a 14 year deal. And I get that. That's, that's only fair. You got to, you have to do it reasonably, and it seems like 41 is the cutoff. So that's where they got it so we can get the 350. 350 did seem like the best number that he could do once Judge got the 360, and he, like these star players do, he got it. Not a, not, not a shock. Uh, you, know, I, you know, going in, I had lower numbers. for. We had an expert do all of the predictions, and all of these guys have beaten it. Uh, beating the predictions. He had Bogert's over two, 220 or something like that. So he had him pretty high, but not 280. And he had Correa around 275 for nine. And, you know, they've used the years to uh, to get the dollars higher. Yeah, shout out to the new collective bargaining agreement because that is why all these teams felt so comfortable um, opening their checkbooks.